Wagwine, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and the children, 18 years and older. Welcome to the two guys and the car. Right near the beach. Oh, man. yeah, with the CD book. Ow! I'm Gene. <laughs> I'm Dale. <laughs> You weren't ready for that word. I wasn't at all. I was ready for some obnoxious, welcome! Oh, no, don't scream at people, But Mark. nothing. It was, it was completely different, which I liked, because this episode needs that. Does it? Does no. this show need that? Do we? Do we need to calm down a little we bit? We are original, man. We just do what we do, and you love us or hate us, and 90% of them hate us! Well, that's what the script says. <laughs> what? <laughs> Anyway, thank you for joining us here on Two Guys in a Car with a CD Book. As I said before, I'm Gene. I'm Dale. And we are here to bring you delightful music from our CD Book and play it for you. As the music plays in the car, we will allude to stories of our past. Reminisce in good times. (laughs) Bring up our failures. Our life lessons that were learned in tough times. Funny ball jokes. <laughs> They're so hairy. <laughs> so uh, you can always hit us up on the socials at Unhinged Pierce on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Uh, Dale can be reached. <laughs> Wolf Egg Spiker on Instagram. Thank you. That was very polite, Dale. Yeah, see, I can do it. You can. You have manners. You know how hard that You're was? Neanderthal. <laughs> Being a good boy this year for Santa? Is that what it is? Yeah, I feel like it. Get papped on I the bum like bum. It. Yeah, a little bum bum. I'm tired of getting cold. Yeah. <laughs> Can't even smoke it. <laughs> I tried. I know. Black lung pop. <laughs> <laughs> I got Santa for a football. <laughs> Go ahead and flip through the CD. <laughs> Go ahead and flip through the CD book there. Flip on. Oh, all right. I thought you were going to, like, rip the rolling paper and roll it. Uh, oh, oh, do that now. <laughs> there you go. Oh, <laughs> uh, you never inhale that horn. No. And uh, hit play there on the uh, CD player, and let's get on it. Sublime. It is sublime. Uh, for the longest time, I remember being in middle school and high school, and I would see sublime shirts, and you know, there was a ton of people. It was like a hot topic thing to have the sublime shirt with the sun on it and everything. Yeah, I thought it was a JC Penny thing. It could have been. Yeah. But I used to see it everywhere, and I never knew what sublime was. Uh, I never knew it was a band. I never knew the songs. Nothing about them. I was completely out of the Sublime loop for the longest. And I remember 
first time I got on the internet, not the very first time, but when I was like 14 years old, I asked uh, one of my classmates for a good porn website. <laughs> and I was like, where's a good porn website where it's all free, where I don't have to pay any money, where I'm not going to be putting viruses on my computer from uh, LimeWire. Yeah. And he replied back to me, Sublime Directory. Okay. The website. So, www.sublimedirectory.com was a full-blown porn website. Access to every type Wait. of... That was the site that you could use in, in middle school and shit like that, and your computer couldn't track it. Yeah, it worked. Yeah. It worked at school because Sublime Directory wasn't listed as, That's you know, right. R-rated, X-rated words, and it had links to nothing but free porn. And I always remember thinking that Sublime shirts were directed from, from Sublime Directory. I was like, wow, man. These people are wearing these porn shirts everywhere and have them all in their book bags and stuff. That's so crazy. You guys are crazy. Yeah. Porn. Lime <laughs> Directory was my, my go-to porn site until Pornhub was invented years later. You know? Yeah, it was just like, you would though. You would always see, it was like the, the cool kids. Not like the popular jock kids or nothing. But you know, just a, like all around popular kid would always wear that and the damn hippie kids. Yeah, and like the damn hemp necklace with the damn oh, mushroom. Yeah, dude, you got one. I got two of them. Wow. I've actually had this one right here. I got a purple one. I've had it since the sixth grade, and I've had it ever since. Like the one thing I've always said, somehow I've not lost. I don't know how, but I've always kept it. Yeah, I remember my mom like offering to get me a hemp necklace one time, and I was like, hard pass. I'm good. <laughs> But, like, see, I always, uh, I just remember, like, hearing Sublime really in skateboarding videos. Like, just anything from California and stuff like that. You know, somebody would always have a Sublime song. I'm like, uh, that's cool. But, I see, I got really into, like, Skyrock from other bands. Uh, Real Big Fish. Well, like, well, with that, they were all around the same time. Butthole Servers. Uh, even you consider, like, Bad Religion, Pepper. 311 count. 311 did back then. You know, I love Slightly Stupid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, them too. But Sublime has always been there, though. Everybody was into Sublime. And everybody knows what I got. Yeah, we'll see. What I got. That's what I was going to say is, like, you know, I didn't know the band name. And I'd heard their songs, you know, in rotation. Especially Wrong Way, Santeria, and What I've Got. I had heard those on the radio, but never knew it was Sublime, never understood the band. You know? Yeah, this song is fucking intense. I remember when I, because I, you know, this is my CD, it's out of my CD book. And I used to listen to this, The Greatest Hits by Sublime. Icon. Yeah, it's an, it's an icon album. But um, I, I was listening to this because I wanted to get to know the band. But I didn't want to, you know, buy a CD and not like it. So I was like, let me get the greatest hits. So I can hear some of the older stuff and the ones I know. I mean, it's a good album to have for any Sublime fan just because they only really released three albums. Two, while Brad was still alive. The, the third self-titled album did not come out until two months after Brad Noel died. And Brad was what? Who was he, he was the lead singer, guitar player. Uh, How did he die? Sadly, heroin. Heron. They take all the good ones from us. It's like you're 
So, you know, I don't, I don't know if at this time Sublime was like a big celebrity status. I know they did festivals and toured around. I don't know if they were selling out stadiums and well, stuff. They, right after they first like got together and stuff, they created Skunk Records. So they were signed to their own label, and they found bands like Slightly Stupid and shit like that put them on there. And a lot of, I mean, I don't know if they would sell out, sell out stadiums or nothing, but they had a good following. But you can smoke all the weed you want. Maybe do a little cocaine there. Okay. I, I would not free base cocaine. A little shroom. A little shroom. I will drink tequila. I will not free base cocaine. But you would think weed would be enough, man. Weed and alcohol. Now, why do you got to do heroin? <laughs> you got to get so extreme. That's what I never understood about it. Even in my heyday. Yeah, you know, I loved smoking the Reaper. Never free base cocaine. Well, speak for yourself. <laughs> well, Mary, we one time, but... Well, that was a long I time. I did quite a lot. <laughs> All right, so back in the day, yeah, you know. I, I mean, don't know what free basing means, to be honest. Well... Like we used to dip our cigarettes in it, and then you know put a little bit, a little bit of snow powder on top of the bud. But uh, anyway, you know I always wanted something that was gonna uplift me. Yeah, sometimes smoking a little too much would put me in the dirt. But I just never seen the the fun of passing the fuck out. That's what was fun about that? But everybody says it's like. The best feeling you could ever have. I'll never know, and I'll never find it. Yeah, no, I have no urge. You know, I never went any hard. I didn't go any harder than smoking marijuana at all, you know. So I, I never even had the inclination to go to any harder drugs. And I'm just not that type of person. I guess some people are just so curious that they want to try it. Once you do, there's no coming back. You know? Well, I mean, they had a good eight years of the band, though. 1988 to 96. And I know their songs have been in multiple games. Like you said, skate videos. I know it was, had to be on Tony Hawk game, I right? mean, yeah, everywhere. I, I know what I got was on Tony Hawk. And I also know that on Guitar Hero, I love this song. Nope. What it is, it was not Tony Hawk. What I got, the first time I ever really heard it, I now know. Dave Mira BMX. Really? Yes, PlayStation 1. Dave Mira is dead too, yes, man. He is. The ghosts were talking. But I do remember because I just, I remember playing uh, the park in Greenville, and every time I'd play it, it was like the first part that song would come on. I was like, man, I like this shit. This shit's good. I uh, I remember on Guitar Hero World Tour though they had what I got on there and and I used to play it on Guitar Hero, and that's when I that's what sparked the. Oh, this is Sublime. I know this. I've always known this song. You know, I think I probably went out and got this Icon album maybe a month or two after I was playing that on there. Hell yeah. Yeah, Santeria. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it was Santeria for sure. I've always loved the sound, though. I mean, like, even growing up, I did like Bob Marley and shit like that. And I I like the style because it's completely different than anything I was listening to. It, It will pull you back in and like set you down and let you be able to breathe yeah. you know but see even like Brad liked a lot of different music though he liked even hardcore groups at that time like Bad Brains and uh, shit like that but he liked everything and you can kind of tell that with some of the songs it's not just sky like relaxing some of it is actually pretty damn heavy with this guitar playing I mean for a three piece band hey 
Yeah, it always blows my mind when you can get this much sound out of a three-piece band. Yeah. <laughs> and I know I, I couldn't play and sing guitar at the same time to save my life. So to have to play, did Brad play the guitar? Yeah, he's the um, only so guitar to, player. So to have to play all that and sing at the same time? That's talent, man. Won't somebody get me off of this I, uh... So I, I knew who Sublime was. This is in my... Room with three other oh, I love this shit. One of them was a male, and the other two... Well, the other two it, it's off the movie Reefer Madness. Oh, yeah. And furthermore, Susan, I wouldn't be the least bit surprised to learn that all four of them habitually smoke marijuana cigarettes. Reefers. Reefers. <laughs> yeah. I always love that part. <laughs> it's off the movie Reefer Madness, which was a propaganda film made in the 30s. Which I got it, and I got it. Reefer Madness t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah, it was made to, you know, discourage people that smoked weed. Nothing wrong with it. This guy smoking a joint and then like laughing hysterically in a corner like he needed a straight jacket. Mm-hmm. I smoke two joints at night. I smoke two joints in the afternoon. It makes me feel alright. I smoke two joints at time of peace and two at time of war. I smoke two joints and then I smoke two joints and then I smoke two more. Bam, bam, bam. Did you know this is not a Sublime song? Uh, no, I do. Yeah, it is actually a cover song from an organ-based band, the state organ, not the organ instrument. That's organ. <laughs> oh, organ. 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 But called the toys. So, fun fact for all you Sublime fans that think you're real Sublime fans, they didn't write the song. In fact, there's a lot of notes here in the CD book. Hell no. I love CD books. It's got samples from We Want Easy, The Right Collins. I don't know what that is. Uh, Rubber band music used by permission. All rights performed by Easy E used courtesy of Variety Records. Who? Easy E? Easy E. Yeah, he died 14 months before Brad died. He was a real big influence on Brad, too. Yeah, well, there's mixes in here, samples in here for some work by Easy E. Used uh, by permission. It's also got Nah Touch the Just. Man, I fucked that all up. <laughs> Used to that. <laughs> Performed by Just Ice. I think I, that name sounds familiar too. I, I don't know. And Outside. Performed by the Ziggins. Huh. A ton of samples in this, dude. Yeah. That's a lot of work. I mean, that's cool because you would never know unless you had a CD book. If you did not have the book, would you know that? No, no, no. no. I know you get right from the source. I know what. Do you know what year this song came out in? It had to be before he died, obviously. Yeah, I'm thinking like 90, 94, something like that. Now, uh, as I was alluding to, I was uh, 18 or 19 at this point, and I was taking some classes at a local community college around here. How pathetic! <laughs> yeah. Wait. <laughs> Oh man, these songs just make me want to stop talking. That, right? This is Doing Time, the original mix. And then they made Summertime, which was the remix. Yep. Yeah. 
You know, it took me a long time to find out what the LBC meant. I, uh, even growing up. I still don't remember. What is it? Long Beach, California. Oh, <laughs> damn. I didn't find that out until I was like 17 or 18. LBC. Yeah, LBC. I love her so bad, but she treats me like shit. Lights her down like a penitentiary. She's been loving all over, and when she gets home, there's a left of me. I just want to roll one up right now. No shit, dude. I just fucking love it, dude. I'm just telling you, it makes you feel a different way, you know? It does, though. Like, we listen to our heavy music, we get our fucking rage on, and, and our growling and our yelling with our heavy metal, and, you know, we kick it back to the fun jams with our pop, and... You know, uh, popular music from the early 2000s and shit, but this just hits a little different. It does, though. I mean, it's good to have that different variety of music in your life. You can't just... That's what I try to explain to a lot of people. They say they love music, but they only like one fucking genre. How can you say that you love music if you only love one? You have to love everything. You have to. Like, I like almost everything. Agree. I mean, dude, I... If you go what back, was the first thing you heard when you got in my car today? Uh, I think it was El Commodian and the Unflushables. <laughs> no, Joy Division. So oh, you know, yeah, that's what I meant. Big, big difference in what we're usually playing, you know. I don't even really know Joy Division. So. Uh, you know, they just came out in the 80s or whatever like that, but, you know, it's good new wave stuff. Like, you know, that's UK stuff. Most definitely, tension is getting hotter. I want to hold her head underwater. Ooh, 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 ooh. I always like this fucking thing. Me and my girl, we got a relationship. Oh, yeah. Me and my girl, ooh, we got a relationship. Mm-hmm. This shit's fucking fat, dude. It is cool though, dude. I mean, it's just like, damn. It's a story, dude. Even beach style music, you know? You got the Beach Boys, and then like 20 years later, you got this shit representing the beach. Same scene, just different fucking uh, culture. You know what I'm saying? It's a generation changer. Yeah. That's what it is. Those same people still listen to the Beach Boys. Yeah, I mean, really. You can have a Beach Boys track. Like, you can be in a restaurant in in Long Beach, California. Yeah. You'll have, you know, California Girl come on, followed by what I got, you know. Oh, you can get that in an elevator. (laughs) Yeah. You can get that in our CD book. I mean, we've got both. (laughs) We already did a Beach Boys episode. We've got tons of different music. I love it. I mean, even Incubus is from California. I don't know about Long Beach, but I know they're from California. I don't know where they're from over there. They're from Cali. Though. Well, a lot of big bands are. Uh, 311 as well. I mean, and all the movie stars and everything else. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, really? With SoCal. SoCal. Yeah. Well, oh, SoCal. Home of the Badgers. Cool. Oh, nice. I don't know. <laughs> I made that one up. I don't know what their mascot is. Home of the Beaver. Anyway, <laughs> as I was saying, I was uh, like 18, 19, going to community college, and there was this girl in my writing class that I just thought was drop dead gorgeous dude 
but way out of my league. I had no chance. I was fucking weird, dude. I had no social skills. I tried to look as you know good as I could, which was like I was a four. And she, <laughs> she was a nine. And what uh, happened? Yeah, well, now I'm at four point five. <laughs> I'm upgraded. And. Uh, she used to read my papers, and I'd read her because you had to read your peers' papers. Oh yeah. Sometimes I'd read her papers, and we'd self-grade them. And she always said she liked my writing. Uh, and then, you know, no, nothing came out of that class together. I just knew her from that class. Uh, then one day I was at Olive Garden eating, and she was my waitress at Olive Garden. Whoa! And she's like, "Oh, Chris, I remember you. I mean, Gene, I remember you from. Fuck it up! Fuck it up!" I remember you from uh, the writing now we class. Have to kill everybody. <laughs> they all know. And uh, I was like, yeah, that's right. I do. I remember you from that. And nothing came from but that. Did you, though? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, you did. Yeah, she was dropped at gorgeous, man. I mean, she was I know, so it always crazy. happens in one of those situations. Hey, you! I'm like, who are you? No, really? I knew she was, but I wasn't going to say anything because I was like, she probably don't know I am. I'm the four and she's the nine, you know. I had my finger up my nose. I didn't want to say nothing. I farted a lot. So there's no way she would know who I am. And uh, then nothing came out of that Olive Garden meeting either, okay? So then I used to go to the nightclub a lot. If you listen to previous episodes, you'll hear stories about going to the club three days a week with my buddy. Uh, We'd go every Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday for like a year or two years. And one night she came into that club and we used to go so frequently that we were up on the VIP stage all the time. Damn. Yeah, we were always up on the VIP. Popping bottles. Uh, no, we were just standing there. But because uh, we were regulars and we knew everybody. Oh, yeah, you know. And she saw me up there and she came up there and danced with me. Whoa. Yeah, here's a four with a nine grinding. And my buddies were like, how the fuck? Are you dancing with she her? She had two beers. And like, no, she wasn't dancing with anybody. She wouldn't dance with wow. anyone but her girlfriends and me because she knew me from the two previous encounters. Uh, you know, the class and seen her at Olive Garden. Nothing came from that club night either, okay? So I used to work for Blockbuster Video. She came into Blockbuster to rent a movie, and I was working. She was renting anime. I was like, oh. She's a nine, and she watched She just anime. went into 11. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, so I was sitting there suggesting animes, and she gave me her phone number. It's like, you know, call me sometime. We should hang out. I think us running into each other this many times is a sign. I'm a big believer in, you know, coincidences and stuff happening for a reason. She said, I keep running into you. It's like the fourth time in, you know, the course of six months. And I was like, okay. So I gave her, you know, she gave me her number, and it was a real number. <laughs> I know, right? One just like the number eight. <laughs> uh, by this time, I was living with my roommates, and uh, I just gotten like my first bubbler for Christmas, and I uh, I texted her. And I was like, hey, I'm not doing anything tonight. And she was like, come over. I'm at this house. Went over to this house, and it was just her and like three other dudes. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I know weird. where this is going. <laughs> And there's a point to all this, I promise, all you listening. I hope you're captivated. But, um, so I went over to this house. I took my bubbler because she was like, you smoke weed? And I was like, sure, I do. So we used the bubbler. We were smoking weed, drinking tequila. Uh, I had to work at 8 a.m. the next morning. And here I am with her and these three dudes. And I was like, surely these three dudes are like one of them's her boyfriend or whatever. 
she probably just invited me over here just because I'm good company. I I had no expectations. Like I had condoms in the car. I didn't even put them in my pocket or anything. You know, I had zero expectations. So we were smoking weed, drinking tequila. It was like two in the morning. Other people showed up. Whoa, house party! Other dudes and chicks showed up. I didn't know anybody, dude. Only person I knew was her. And I was trying to be as cool as I could, you know, trying not to be a loser like I usually am, <laughs> or awkward. And uh, so it's like two o'clock, and I'm like, I'm way too high and drunk to even think about driving home. So I was. So you let her drive. <laughs> I was planning on sleeping in the car, honestly. Oh yeah, of course. And it was it was around December, so it was like 20 degrees outside. And so everybody started finally going to bed, and she was like, are you going to come up to the room with me? And I was like, uh, yeah. You want me to braid your hair? <laughs> <laughs> we hadn't done, like, I mean, I had no expectation. We hadn't even kissed or held hands or anything. Yeah. No flirt, no real heavy flirting or anything. Just a bunch of talking and doing drugs and sm- or drinking. and So I was like, yeah, sure. And she was like, we got upstairs, and that's when, you know, the the heavy kissing started happening, and I was really drunk. Animal noises. I was saying tequila and weed. I was cross buzzed out my ass. Early in the morning, rising to the street, got me up that cigarette and I strapped shoes on my feet. Got to find a reason, a reason things went wrong. Got to find a reason why my money's all gone. I got a Dalmatian And I can still get high I can play the guitar Like a motherfucking right Anyway I'm overcome Don't you hate this song? No I want everything from Sublime Life is too short So I'm the one you got Cause you might get run over Or you might get shot I said it was overplayed so I go down to my car, get the condom, I'm in my boxers, go back upstairs, get down to business. How do I put this thing on? <laughs> I'm rock solid. I didn't have no tequila dick. The weed wasn't affecting my stamina. I was like... For like an hour. Damn. Like, drenched. She was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, tool consent, you fucked hard. That's terrible. Oh. I don't know how to run away. That's fucked up. It was fucked up. I was just messing. I wasn't yeah, saying that you were doing something. Tool consent. I mean, like, did you fall asleep during Take advantage of her. Now, anyway, so an hour long. Right. And in the middle of it, she goes, You're a fucking stallion. And I was like, I started laughing really hard. Nobody's ever said that to me, and I immediately just thought of like Black Beauty reared up. <laughs> I was laughing so I, that's like the only thing I took away from it was that you're a stallion. But the reason this all correlates to this episode is because she had a sublime tattoo on her back, the sublime sun. That's like the only thing I remember from almost being vividly blacked out was. Doggy style sublime tattoo on the back. <laughs> Two rabbits fucking. <laughs> a stallion. 
Uh, I was mad at us. And I remember like anything I could think of is like you picturing yourself as like Fabio on a damn horse on a beach. <laughs> but I mean, I was just full on like. Hey, that's real weather, man. <laughs> <laughs> Your airbag deployed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, loving's what I got. I was like, damn. I was proud of myself. I don't have any cool stories like that. Well, don't worry, because she never talked to me again after that day. Damn. I got used, man. I was so excited. I was like a nine with a four. This is it. I've made a big league. I'm, I can upgrade. You were her mistake. <laughs> I could upgrade myself to a six. No. No, that was it. Never heard from her again, man. She ignored my text and ignored my calls. I was like, but I thought I was a stallion. I got so confused. And guess what? I have never ran into her again either. Not, I was like, she dead? I don't know. Wow. I've never ran into her again. I was like, maybe it was fake for me to just feel like a seven for once in my life. And, you know. The only time in your life. But now I'm married to an 11, so. I'll shout that out. There. Add another one to that. Yeah, one 11. Yeah, no. My wife's smoking. I'm pretty. I'm sad. But it's funny because I was, you know, I was 18 or 19 at the well, time. Well, you're not a bad looking guy, so give yourself some Come on. You didn't see me? You're handsome. Well. Don't make out. Back up. Hey, get your hand out of my pants. <laughs> I don't have no stories like that for sure. No sublime stories. No. Except just the wrong way. Trying to chill with the kids like back in the day, like I said, in high school or whatever. I always hung out with kids that were a couple grades older than me just because I always had good smoking shit and... We always go to parties and stuff like that, and they'd all be wearing the damn same Sublime t-shirt. Every one of them. It's like, got Sublime on it with the star, or the sun, I mean. None of them. I'm like, damn. And I own one still. <laughs> but, no, that was it. You guys never used to put on CDs and yeah, roll just, it up. Yeah, that's it. Just never used to, like, sold oregano see, to really the kids. I really didn't care for the, the kids, though. They were, like, the ones that were, like, Cool when you're around, but when you're not around, they'd stab you in the back, kind of. Talk mad shit. They weren't real friends. They were just associates, really. Using you, huh? Basically. Or maybe I was using them. Popularity. Uh, (laughs) Tables of turn. The only one that came out cool was Robbie. That was it. Oh, yeah. Wilson. Wilson. Robbie Wilson. Yeah, he was the only one that was actually really cool out of it. See, I never, I never hung out with people in high school, man. Oh, I I'm a loader, Donnie. <laughs> <a> rebel. <laughs> I think that's the ninth episode you said that on. That's my favorite line of all fucking time. From what movie? Pee-wee. Uh, uh, big Top. No, not Big Top. Yeah, Big Top Pee-wee. I ain't got no crystal ball. I had a million dollars, but I, I spent it all. You know what gets on my nerves, though? Anytime you go to karaoke night, there's always that one dumbass. I was that just gonna say, this is my karaoke song, and fucks it up the whole time. I was just gonna say, this is my number one karaoke song, dude. You fuck. On Guitar Hero World Tour, I used to have the microphone and I used to sing this. You know what that reminds me of too? No. That one scene in Hot Rod. <laughs> when he's singing to the stuff. That's what that reminds me of.
what's crazy is that this style has never died. It's still there. We're still very strong. What kind of like new band do you think is carrying the torch to this? That I could not tell you, really. I mean, it's it's sky rock. So you still had bands like the Mighty Mighty Boston's. You had Less Than Jake. Fuck. Uh, I mean, like I said, there's a lot of bands still playing that do the slightly stupid still touring. Sublime is still around, but Sublime with Rome. What do you think of that? I don't care for it. Have you heard Rome? I respect sing? it. Yes, I've actually seen them live at Ziggy's. Whoa. Uh, I liked it, but to me, it's just like a cover band. It's not. It's not Brad. So I, I was expecting too much, and it didn't work out for me. But I do have one question for you listeners, and I want to answer, please. Whatever happened to Louie Dog? I want to know. I want to know what happened to Brad's Dalmatian. I'd like to know. Please hit me up on Instagram, WolfXBiker. He's still alive. I don't know. That's In our I hearts. Know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember, like, because uh, I went out to watch the music videos for, like, what I got in Century and... Louie Dog was in the music videos for like almost all their music. Well, he was their mascot. Okay, all their album covers and everything. Like he says, Louie Dog's the only way he can stay sane, man. That's it. So why are you doing heroin? Yeah, I know. I don't get it. It doesn't make no sense, but you know what? We'll never get it. I feel terrible. My dog's just looking at me while I'm doing heroin. He's staring at me. Don't judge me. Yeah, hit us up uh, on the socials at Unhinged Pierce on Instagram and Twitter to let us know about Louis Dog. Your thoughts on Sky Rock? Is that what you called it? Yeah, oh, I fucking love this song too, man. This song is cool as fuck. Caress me down. I know there's been some covers of this song. Can you? Uh, I want you to I want you to look up some covers of Caress Me Down because I feel like I've heard it from some other bands other than Sublime. And to be honest, my favorite, I guess, Skyrock would be 311. You know, I've seen them multiple times. We're gonna do a 311 episode. We're gonna bring in a guest. A guest host for that 311 episode. We're going to drop some knowledge on you. He's a number one fan. Actually on one of their album covers. Can you believe that? I can't find nothing. Ah, okay. Just well. a bunch of randoms on YouTube taking it. Okay, well, we're going to do it then. Yeah, Two guys in a car with a CD book covering Sublime's <laughs> Caress Me Down. Caress <laughs> <laughs> Me Down! Caress Me Down! Gotta get some growls in there somewhere. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to another thrilling, chilling, exciting episode of Two Guys in a Car with a CD Book. We toned it down a little much. We got some growls in here. Yeah, had to, you know. But guess what? Weed's not a drug. Smoke if you got them. Yeah, really. I mean, legalize it, please. Yeah, please. Which, actually, the federal government is talking about passing the bill this week. I'll get it legalized federally in every state. We'll see what happens. I doubt it. But we'll see what happens. I got high hopes. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) 
This has been another episode of Two Guys in a Car with a CD Book. I'm Gene. Dale, as always. We'll be back next week. Peace. Later.